Oh my god, you fucking baddie. <laughs> Your mic is hot. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> Dude, Brian O'Reilly, Brian O'Reilly sucks. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Oh my god. Presented by AJ's Spicy Takes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm your host, Rudo, joined by Blaze Hunter and AJ Haefeli, Ali Monroy, doing all the production in the back. The Avs win 3-2 uh, to two again over the LA Kings. Uh, in, in a hockey game that was, I mean, the first period was cool. The rest of this game was not as interesting. I don't know. Yes. Well said. <laughs> Pure poetry, Rudo. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't feel the best if you can't tell. But uh, best pairing in the NHL? Question mark. Tonight for sure. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah. All three have goals coming Jeez. from uh, Taser McCarr. Yeah. So yeah, that <laughs> there's how how good how good is Makar, dude? He he's too good. Special. It's he is like, special. I don't think anyone believes he'll win the Norris this year, but like he could. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. so he's four points. Uh, he's four points back now of. Adam Fox for defenseman scoring the handful of guys in between them. Um, I have no idea if any of those other guys scored tonight, but any of the guys that are in between, I have no idea. Uh, but for only four points separate those dudes. Uh, the underlying numbers are all pretty good for, for all the guys who are involved. I think that, I think they, I mean, I think he'll get votes. I think he'll get consideration. I think it would boost his, it would boost his stock quite a bit if he does catch Fox and he does pass him up. Yeah. Uh, you know, say he drops 50 points and he only plays 45 games or however many he's set to play 44 games, I think. Um, then, then, you know, I think it has to, that will put him in the conversation. I can tell you the voting block got an email yesterday saying start preparing your ballots now yeah so it may not matter these people the people who are voting may may have they're supposed to be putting their ballots together because they're they're submitting their ballots here in a week and so a lot of them have been told hey heads up get this together as quickly as quickly as you can and uh, be ready for it. So if people are if people are doing it right now, then I think he's going to have a hard time. If people actually wait till the end until until players are done playing in the regular season, um, I, I think he's got a chance. I think I he'll he'll one hundred percent get votes anyway. Like yeah, even yeah, even this very moment he'll get top three votes. I just don't know that he'll get enough to win. Yeah, I don't I don't think he'll get enough to win either even if he deserves it, arguably. But the other side of this coin is, I, I think it's been a little better the past couple games, but Devon Taves is back, baby. Yeah, looks way better on both ends. Yep. Uh, you could tell even before the goal started happening, that his their first shift of the game, he rolls out there and he pinches in twice to keep the play alive. And you're like, oh, he's okay. Yep. This dude, this dude's locked in right now. This is this is a lot more of uh of of what we're accustomed to seeing from him. So gotta feel good about that. You got to. Yeah. I they're the Avs are have just handled the Kings two games in a row. Yeah, sure, got a little bit close in the third period, but they oh, gave wow. up 17 shots the other night and they gave up 18 shots tonight. In the sixty-minute game. Well, in their last two games, the last two games in Denver, uh, they absolutely housed the Kings in both of those games. I mean, they they outshot them by like twenty, thirty in in both of those games. Yep. So, the Kings the the Kings have really gotten 
they've they've been fortunate the last two nights that Colorado's goaltending was just mediocre on both nights. And if there was if there was good goaltending, like legit that's straight up shutouts, like, yeah, good goaltending. That's maybe one goal in two games that yep. they would have scored. They just weren't very dang- they weren't very dangerous. None of the goals, none of the four goals that they scored in the two games uh, were particularly special. Were all that great? Um, I don't think I don't. That's not. I don't think Johansson was bad. Not by any stretch. Um, I just think that both goals were they were a little iffy and yeah. I mean, you give up two iffy goals on like eighteen shots. It's fine. Like you're, it's not that big of a deal. He, he wasn't asked to make very many great saves, uh, and that's totally okay. Sean Walker's first goal came in. That was kind of a nice goal. I mean, his pickup that he had to do. I mean, he picked it up off of his skate straight to his stick, and then just basically put it by. Well, I mean, he, which some of that was. It. He shoots it back into his body, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But he's still, I mean, he's still. And he shoots it yeah. back in. And it's like, okay, like, okay, <laughs> like, there's all this net that you could shoot into, and you shoot into the body, and it required him to move his, his glove out of the way. Had he yeah. just kept his gloves, like, solid as he moved across, it hits his arm, and we're, we're not talking about it. Yep. Yeah. So and Sherwood I mean, missed that read too. I mean, he, oh, he I mean, was totally puck awesome. watching. Yeah. Well, I, I well mean, the whole thing starts because McDonald with nobody just around throws it up the wall to yeah. nobody. Yeah. yeah. Fires it up the wall and turns it over, and then doesn't do anything to help defensively. Like that's the kind of sub- I thought tonight. I tonight I was watching it and I thought, you know what, Colorado's second pairing tonight is their third pairing at the start of the playoffs. If I'm Jared Bednar. I'm not messing. I'm not even messing with Nemeth and McDonald. If I can, if, yeah. if both Gerard and Byram are back healthy, there's there's absolutely no way uh, I'm playing Nemeth and and McDonald. I just, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just, Graves and Graves and Timmons just look solid, and that right there can be that could be the third pairing. If it if it doesn't go well, it's not going to go well. Like you. You have to live and die with a weakness on your roster somewhere, and if your if your third pairing is Graves Timmons, I like the upside of it. Somebody needs to somebody needs to pull Ryan Graves aside and tell him that him shooting every single time he has the puck is not necessary. <laughs> Back it off a little bit. He is oh my god allowed to make a make one one pass, bro. When you're out there with the the top line, you're option five to shoot bud i'm, I'm <laughs> totally like i'm totally okay with him shooting in in like most situations if it doesn't bother me i don't feel like a shot on goal is going to be a bad play but when he's like breaking in and you're like okay man like the the goalie is now squared up to you you could make one pass and make this a lot harder for the goalie or you can try and beat this I mean, guy straight up with a wrist shot. It's the same as any situation where you have to keep him honest. We see the inverse of it with Sam Gerrard, where you you can't pass it every time either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Graves, Graves is fine just shooting it, and it's like it's. I don't, I, I don't have a problem with the penchant for it. I, it's just a, just a little, just a little too much. It's a little over the top at times. We were just like, you really you really don't see anything else on the ice right now? You really don't see a better option than this? Like if if that's the case, then that's the case. But because it, it's not it's not a thing that's hurting them very often. It's really the only time I think it hurts them is when he fires one into the guy standing six inches from him. Yeah. And then the puck is behind him, and then he's completely screwed. It's take yeah. a penalty or give up a breakaway. But that hasn't really been happening very much lately. It hasn't. He's, he's been doing a lot better job of managing. At least getting it into the yeah. zone. Yeah. Well, it was it was an issue we saw with Timmons early on as well. Yep. And we saw it yep. again tonight. Timmons did it once. He took one shot and hit the guy in front of him. And instead of him, instead of Timmons going, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, panic button, panic button, and trying to get back, he just he just sprints right at the guy who blocks the shot. No. Yep. Puts his, puts his stick in his chest. And then slaps at the puck, and it was like, okay, he's figured this out. He's figured out what to do if this goes wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. I I think it's 
a testament to the Avs defense that they can handle teams with pairings like Graves and Timmons as your second pair, McDonald and Nemeth as your third pair. And this isn't look, the Kings don't exactly play a high octane brand of hockey, but you you don't ask that defense to go out and give up 18 shots. Yeah. They've they're so consistent in finding ways to be so effective when it comes to puck possession. And yeah, we talked about the first goal, there's a bad turnover there. Obviously, they're they're far from perfect, but yeah. You can't ask for a whole lot more out of the defense certainly. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, like 18 shots on goal. Like, unless all 18 are high-quality chances here, you know, which we have that information, we can look that up and say, okay, uh, they had 14 scoring chances. I'm sorry. Yeah, 14 scoring chances and five high-danger chances. So they were not under siege. They did a good job. The defense on the whole, they did a good job. Uh, Some mistakes, some, some things that they can clean up. But you also... You also have to be realistic, you know. But Cole Hamilton tweeted at me tonight, and he was it was a great point. That first goal against, if the abs are healthy come playoff time, five of those guys aren't even in there, four of those guys aren't even in the lineup. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, you know, and I and, and I don't even mean like they get fully healthy; like they just get, like McKinnon comes back. Yep. Soderberg slides back into the lineup. All right, well, you cleaned up your fourth line problem. You know, when we just talked about Gerard and Byram. Those guys come. One of those guys is is at least looks very likely to come back in Gerard. And Byram is still just a who knows, which is why I bring it up all the time. Because he exists somewhere. It's, yep. It's possible. So uh, I saw a question earlier in the chat about moving Makarta to 2C. No. <laughs> uh, I, I tweeted. I tweeted like a week or so ago. Like it, sometimes I wonder, would it be would it be fun to move Makar to center just to see how good he could be, just to see what would happen? Totally, I think it would be yeah. super fun. But no, I, moving Makar to two C just means you have to put him out on the ice less. So keep him as as one D instead. Hmm. He's still deadly from back there too. I don't think I don't think it matters where you just take him. I think he, like, I think he's going to be just fine in whatever role you have him. Except for what's Cole. going what's going on with the Nuggets? I think the streams are mixing, and I'm not sure because we don't see that. I'm going to figure it out for anyone who can still see us. <laughs> what's okay. going on? Uh, I don't know. Great. Somebody probably says, I, I blame us. I blame I blame the super chat. The yep. hailing of confirmed. Kale. We, hailed, we hailed Kale so hard that we just turned into the Nuggets stream. <laughs> uh, it looks fine to me, except for it says we have zero YouTube views right now. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see what I can find. Rudo, how you feeling today, bud? Awful, dude. Please, how you feeling? <laughs> Not to seem insensitive. I'm just going around the horn here. <laughs> oh, cool. That okay, so like our show just yeah, ended. our show ended. Um, mm. Let me try and go live. Like, not from Periscope. Everyone watching from Periscope and Facebook, thanks for continuing to watch. But let me nice. see if I can start this over What's up again. to those seven people? Why did it end our show? What the I hell? don't know. That's never happened before. Yeah, we've been live with two things on YouTube all the time. Yeah. Um, and the Nugget Show's a bit sad right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just tried to go live again, and it it says we're live. Okay, no. Mm. Hmm. No, yes. Okay, so we are live again. Let me send you guys the link so maybe we can retweet that. Yeah. So, oh, good to go. There's like three of you in here on the correct one. Seeing a waiting sign. So some people are back and some people are iron. That's so weird because we go we go live like simultaneously without any every, problem. Yeah, like, all yeah. the time. Like, like every day. 
Okay, I just resent it to you. Sweet. Uh, so we can He's tweet like, that out. I was like, why is Hank sending it to us? And then I remember. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Thanks, Hank. Thanks, Hank. Oh. Okay, so I, okay, I'm seeing a lot more people come here. The numbers are going up. I would give it a little more. Um, I, that's the weirdest thing. That's only happened once before, and it's also happened with you guys, but the bet show. Mm. It's like you guys... <laughs> Our uh, look, our we're it's like it's like twins in the womb. One one must consume the other. Yeah, <laughs> and we it consumed the bets that time because we were bigger. But the nuggets are bigger than us, so we got consumed. Yep, we got eaten. And I mean, on our end, everything looks fine, and it looks like we're still live. So thank you in the comments for letting us know, yeah, so we wild. can figure that out. Someone's saying, what did you do, Allie? I didn't do anything. <laughs> I I don't know what this comment means. None of the Kings players are in the playoffs either, AJ. What? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just not sure the context. Of yeah, the, I, I don't know. Comment. Okay, our Nuggets show is like freaking out and our app. Okay, I'm going to go try and figure this out with Kale. I think we're back. You guys talk hockey. Okay, okay. we're good at that. I mean, we have our days. <laughs> uh, I think there's still like dozens of people in the in the Nuggets chat that are abs people, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so, best moment of this hockey game: the the goals from Makar and Taves, or Gabe Landeskog trash talking the shit. <laughs> Out of Brendan Lemieux. <laughs> I all I all I could see when he when he was talking to him was let's be friends. I love making friends. Friends are the best. <laughs> that was all I saw. I was like, it's it sounds like he's just trying to make dinner plans with Brendan. Yeah, Lemieux. yeah, yeah. Did, now did that did Lemieux hit uh, Makar like really late after that play right before that faceoff happened? Is that why he was just chatting him up there? I don't know why, to be honest. I, yeah, because like like Makar Makar like passed puck away, and then I don't know. I didn't see who it was, but somebody came super late, delay camp, which doesn't really matter. He can handle himself. So. All I know is he thinks that Lemieux is fat and has a stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> it was not the friendliest. <laughs> of, uh, that's the best part of hockey <laughs> <laughs> so Landy uh, definitely a little snarky for sure from yeah. Landy on that one <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> um, so just some quick updates here yeah. from the presser yep uh, McKinnon um, they'll decide on Monday it's serious it just does not sound serious yeah um, I look <laughs> If they're trying to pretend like they care about first place at all, you just can't sit McKinnon against Vegas. For sure. Because yeah. you can play him in that game, and then if you lose, you just sit him the rest of the week. And you're yep. just like, whatever. Yep. Um, Soderberg had a little bit of tightness uh, in his in his lower back. Uh, that's just some old man shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's something he could have he played. He could have played, uh, but he um, they had other guys that they could just as easily move in there. And to be honest with you, the difference between Carl Soderberg and Jason Magna just is not as big as it used to be. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, you're, old guys don't. Old guys don't like playing back to backs. Yeah, you get you, you're that old <laughs> in the NHL, and you're at the end of the season. You're like, I don't know, Coach. I, I just don't think I can go today. He's <laughs> not feeling. Not feeling. <laughs> Yep. So, yo, that's not a shot. I, I turned thirty four this year, and I like the best. The best part of my day today was when I woke up and I popped my back, and I was like, "This is the greatest feeling I've ever felt." I'm totally, I'm totally pain free for like ten minutes, and then you know, you're back. But it was a great ten minutes. Whew. All right. Uh, we've talked up Kale McCarr a ton on the yeah. show. We've talked I mean, up he was, he was he was special. They were great tonight. The the combination of them on that on the game winning goal was absurd. Yeah, that pass is just 
disgusting. It was, it was funny because like the fourth line was out there, and I was thinking as they were leading up to the goal, I was like, how funny is it that this line is the line that gave up the first goal not that long ago when they were out there with um, when they were out there with the third pairing. Now that they're out there with the top pairing, they're like in the offensive zone the whole time. <laughs> and then you watch and like they cycle the puck and no shots, nothing is happening. And that's when Makar is just like, just watch me work. And then Taves is like, oh, I'm vibing. And <laughs> they score. And you're just like, <laughs> like Pierre Edward Domo gets the freest secondary assist. <laughs> Ever even freer than the Burkowski one on the first goal, where it just like glances off. Oh my god! (laughs) She's back. I came back to report. Okay, so I think YouTube is just glitching because the Nugget stream next door. Avoid the ugly boxes over here. I'm just gonna. Oh, and those cords are ugly. Um. Anyways, the stream next door also just kept shutting down, so it looks like YouTube is just kind of glitching. So thanks for riding along with us, everyone on YouTube. I think we should be good, but if anything else happens, write us in chat, and I'll keep an eye on to make sure nothing bad happens. But blame YouTube is definitely the way to go because their stream they had to go live, like they went live and then it shut down, and then they got all the abs comments. And then they went live again, and it shut down, and then they had their Nuggets comments, and then it went live again. And so now we're live as well. But, yeah, just YouTube struggling. Thank you for everyone who's watching. We managed what, it. What What is happening in the background? Yeah, Blaze is, like, printing something. It's oh, not Blaze, I was like, my background? The ugliness? No, 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 no. <laughs> just... The random, the random slapping noises. It, it sounds, sounds like, like oh, it sounds like laundry. It is laundry. Good call. <laughs> it sounds like a zipper in the dryer. <laughs> uh, Nailed it. It's really that loud, is it? Yeah, it's it's, it's noticeable for sure. <laughs> All right, give me one second. I'll be right back. <laughs> You're making the man take his laundry out. Uh, he's just <laughs> gonna stop it. it. Yeah, he's just gonna stop it. Jeez. Uh, a lot of people want to talk about new hooks. So yeah. Let's just touch on that. Yeah, drew a penalty tonight. Um, the continues to look incredibly dynamic on the power play, but the puck's just not falling for him right now. Uh, it wasn't super noticeable at five on five again, outside of the drawing the penalty. But I think he looks um, fine, dude. I have I have no problem. I'm a little n- nervous. I what do you do? What do you do with McKinnon? Or what do you do when McKinnon comes back? Not what do you do with McKinnon? Obviously, that answer is easy. Yeah, how do you slot in people? Yeah, where do you go with this? Like, how do you? How do you align them so that you're still putting New Hook in a good position with offensively tilted players who can really do, who can really help out? And as long as right now, the middle of that lineup just doesn't look like it's like Borkowski is producing, yep. but Donskoy's not doing anything. Nachushkin's not really doing much of anything. I know he had the goal, but it was really Borkowski shooting Nachushkin's <laughs> stick. Um, so I'm I'm just kind of curious, like what what the where where we go uh with this with that lineup because I'm I'm just I, in no in no way am I interested in taking him out. I'm I, just wondering is this like like what just what's the best way <laughs> what's the best way to utilize him when McKinnon is in the lineup? Yeah. I- it sure feels like you put him in Zod's spot one way or another, whether that's Kadri on the wing and Newhook at center or, or or Newhook on the wing. Either way, it's fine. Yeah, but it's the do you just Jost and Nichushkin go right back together, and then their right wing is either Comfort or Donskoy. You kind of just I decide. think that's what that's what I do. But okay. I, I we saw. Uh, Tyson Jost immediately not get any more luck in this hockey game as he actually, I mean, he, he 
deserved to score on a shot tonight way more than he did on that goal. Yeah, the other night. like that oh, one yeah. time that he one timer that he ripped tonight was like that thing was ticketed for the top corner. That's a great save. Yep. If he's playing against uh if he's playing against a left-handed goaltender, uh a guy that catches left. That's a goal. <laughs> it's probably it probably goes in. Yep. Same this to be honest, same thing with Kadri. Yep. Um that one that one great opportunity that he had if there if that's a blocker you feel like that's a there's a decent chance that that's a goal yeah agreed but snake bit he is snake bit right now well and with with cadre i'm like look dude you just you just keep playing like this and you're gonna be fine yeah Yeah. um but with with burakovsky i think burakovsky has all the heat that donskoy doesn't yeah and you know you you won't get too cute with Saad when he comes back in. You just drop him back in for sure. Um, but I I did love that Saad, Jost, Nachushkin. But I also loved Burakovsky next to those two guys. I'm not. I'm. I think my temptation is Saad with Jost and Nachushkin because I just think that that's such a great all around. It does a little bit of everything. Um, and Burakovsky with like new hook and Kadri as your second unit. And then like, I'm sorry. I just don't like Don is just kind of cold stick right now. So he kind of gets left hanging here. So you end up with a fourth line of comfort Don and Belmar. Belmar. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good hockey team. Yeah. And, (laughs) and so that's why it's, it's, I'm just with, with Burakovsky. I think, I think that the, the new hook Kadri, Burakovsky just there's so much like game changing potential yep. just sitting there yeah. that I would I would try and I would try and run that. Yeah, I I don't have any arguments against that. I think that lineup sounds wonderful, especially when you add uh, a Gerard in with the already strong D that you're rolling behind it. But <clears throat> I am twenty nine. Blaze is a million. (laughs) (laughs) I turned 26 in a month. Oh, goodness. Well, and we talked about the defenseman earlier. If if we're just talking about like ideal lineups, if Byram and Gerard come back, uh, you just run Taves McCarr. Um, I would run, well, Taves and Gerard has been so good all year. Yeah. And then Byron McCarr, I think, is just so tempting just to try and get a jump on it, right? <laughs> and then Graves and Timmons is your third pairing. That's a great third pairing, too. It's Timmons well, is- and, well, it's a great third pairing with them playing like this. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, earlier yeah. in the year, when we saw <laughs> when we saw the downside of both of them, it's like <laughs> <laughs> you can't play these guys. This is atrocious. <laughs> Let's be real here. Patrick Nemeth is not an AV. If both of these guys play at this level earlier from the in beginning the of the season, yeah. yeah, for sure. There's no need for the whole Patrick Nemeth thing. They just they're just yeah. like, eh, we're good. We can get away with this. Um, but but at this point, like I I think that, that Nemeth, I think I you have to make the tough call here. Um yeah. yep. it's Nemeth, they- Nemeth has played, has been outplayed by both Graves and Timmons. Pretty easily to be honest as we saw the Avs penalty kill give up another goal in this hockey game kind of kind of was it was it I I, I think I think it was technically over I think it it had expired but and that's that's one where I'm like look again I thought that was mediocre goaltending from from Johansson where you can't get B short side there man yeah like if you just if, if you just get a stop there again we're not even having this conversation Yep. It's and it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, a W is a W. Yeah. Three three to two final. Yep. So it's funny because there will be people like, oh, they can't they can't hold a, a lead or whatever. Like they almost blow the lead. And it's the same people who are the bottom line. <laughs> almost blow the lead. Well, it's right, and it's the same people who are like, "Well, well, all that matters is wins." When like the Abs lose a game where they 
outshoot a team by 25. And they're like, <laughs> well, they didn't score. And that's all that matters. It's the bottom line. And you're like, okay, like, all righty. Well, bottom line is, is the Avs, the Avs in the, despite having a lead, a three to one lead going into the third, they gave up seven shots on goal. It's not exactly like this was the turtle or anything. No, yeah, <laughs> right. And their offense backed off. They only had what four shots on goal in the third period, but yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is all these June birthdays up in here? Yeah, get Boy. out of here, June wow. people. Let's go. <laughs> Imagine having yes. a June birthday. Yes, <laughs> uh, uh, look, I did want to talk about this, not Avalanche related, but for as insane as Kale McCarr is, Connor McDavid hit 100 points. This season tonight, and unreal to go, fashion dude. tonight. Yeah, <laughs> unreal. Four point night, just stupid, stupid, filthy, stupid. Yeah, I stupid, saw sexy somebody, Connor. Somebody broke his season <laughs> down. Eleven games with no points. Seven games with four points or more. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. That, so his eleven games with zero points was the third because his one points and two points was one and two. Like yep. he just crushed it. Imagine yep. your third is zero goals <laughs> <laughs> or zero points. Excuse it's, me. It's, it's, like, it's unreal. So good, dude. It's insane. He is so it's good. truly insane. I don't know what the league is going to look like in three years when this next wave comes in, when the, the Shane Wrights and the Mitch Cobbs and the Bedard kids get here. Dude, when those guys go, Oh my gosh. It's gonna be fun. I the the NHL has needed, I think, someone truly as absurdly good as McDavid is now for a bit. It you know what they needed yeah. is they needed Connor McDavid with Alex Ovechkin's personality. Yeah, true. <laughs> like the problem the 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 problem is that. Connor McDavid is the hockey most playing robot, boring person ever, <laughs> and he confirmed this over this last off season when all those pictures of his custom house came out, and the entire thing was like this colorless, robotic. Like it was all, it was like a monochrome house. It's all black and white. He had a he had a basketball hoop. Uh, where, like, if you took a jump shot, the ball was going to hit the ceiling. Like, <laughs> it was such a weird house where you're just like, oh, my God, this guy's so goofy and odd. And he, he probably has a monolith from, like, 2001 Space Odyssey in the middle of it that he just, like, dude. looks at. <laughs> he just, like, he and he, he, he watches that movie and he, re- he relates to how. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't let you do that, goaltender. Yeah. I'm just uh he's just in, he's just in, like like getting into getting into ESPN and TNT and getting ready to put like the, all these guys onto bigger platforms. Yep. Um he's going to be insane to put out there. It's yeah, it's, but it's not going to be interesting. People are going to be like, "Oh, I want to know more about this guy," and it's like, "No, no this is it. You get highlight reels, and that's you, the end of it." You, you got it. <laughs> it. It even still though, like I look, Crosby and Ovechkin era has been great. They're both unbelievable players. Don't want to take anything away from them. By oh, no, seriously, but... I mean, two of the two of the. I mean, you're talking about arguably the greatest like, goal scorer ever. Yeah, <laughs> arguably the best goal scorer ever, and uh, the. I mean, Crosby's a top five skater of all time. Yep. Like it was. It, it was, and this close. This close to being on a team together. Yeah. But, and I think part of why, at least I personally don't, am not in love with that era of hockey like I was the previous era or like with what McDavid's doing now is the NHL spent a lot of their careers trying to find itself. We're talking about 
yeah. lockouts and significant yeah. rule changes to how the way the game is getting played that have brought us into a world where the NHL has moved towards more skill. And I think that's great that we get to sit here and, and reap the rewards of that, watching players like McDavid do unreal things every single night. So it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the game is the game is in an amazing place. Yep. There's so yeah. much young talent. Like that last the last big wave, you know, with like Getzlaff and Perry and um, you know, Dowdy and Kopitar and the Blackhawks. Man, you know, like it was a great era. But this one, this one is setting up to just be just drowning in a skill level that we I don't know that the last era really had. Well, you're outside, outside, outside of like the absolute. It wasn't public. this deep for sure. Like Crosby yeah. and Ovechkin, obviously, right? Yeah. But I mean, that was one of the biggest worries about moving into Vegas and Seattle was: does the player pool have enough depth to put a quality hockey onto the ice? Yeah. Or do you end up with a bunch of bums on fourth lines? And the answer yeah. to that is no. no. You have, you have talent. Yeah. You're, just, you're seeing it from, like, you know, basically from the start of hockey now. Like, the kids are being taught differently, right? They're not yep. being taught the old school way of hockey. There's more development and just, like, personal skills, not just the game itself, but, like, what can you do as a player? So, and then defensive, obviously, is like, fundamentally changed a lot in the last few years. So, yeah, no doubt. It's making it super fun. Chat no, wants I mean, to know your age, Blaze. 42. Yeah, 42. <laughs> I had to think had about to it for check. a second. I had to double check. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I I, mean, you know, Christopher makes the point that, like, all oh, these guys, like, all this should matter is on ice skill. But when you're talking about marketing your sport, you can't market Connor McDavid. Like, you could show his highlights and you can have people yeah. watch him and be like, holy crap, that guy's amazing. But you can't it's you know it's a little bit it's a little bit different when you're trying to market the star you're trying to market the player the personality all of that right yeah um and and i think that's just where that's where they're going to struggle with a guy like mcdavid and and to be honest like it's where, it's where you struggle with a guy like mckinnon yep he doesn't want to talk to the media he's pissed off all the time he's just you just watch him go out there on the ice and he wants that to talk for him you know, Kale McCarr. You try and you try and talk to Kale McCarr about him being any good at anything, and he will defer to somebody else, or he'll just be like, "I just got lucky," or what? Like you can't market that. That's a lot of NHL players, though, right? AJ? Yeah, like that, it's, well, it's team first mentality. It's what I'm saying is, like, that's yeah, the challenge. Out. That's yeah. the challenge that, that they have moving on with the next wave of exposure is trying to figure out how to how to make boring sexy. Oh, you, need, a shame. You, need, you need a new Phil Kessel. <laughs> it's Kessel such a shame that Yakupov can live up to the pick, man. Yakupov yeah. was so fun. Yeah, he was. He's over in Russia, right? Yeah, he, they, yeah. he just won he the Jagrin Cup. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. With uh, old friend Bob Hartley. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Be more fun, hockey players. That's that's our take. <laughs> well, and, and hockey fans, when players are fun and have Don't. personality, they get all salty about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because then and then they're like, "Well, that's just not what hockey culture is about." And you're like, "Which one do you want?" <laughs> you know, like, do you want do you want fun and interesting players? Do you want you know, like, do you do you want to get to know these guys? Do you want to see all these all the, the fun things? Do you want to see these guys having a great time? Look how much fun baseball's been since an entire young wave has said, "Screw your unwritten rules." I'm bat flipping on flyouts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, look how much like look at like like Vlad Guerrero, Guerrero Jr. and Fernando Tatis oh, Jr. Dude, it's and, awesome. Yeah, it's and, awesome. and 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 you get like this next wave of guys, and you know Acuna, like. All these young guys in baseball have have made baseball. They somehow have made baseball fun again. It's it's incredible how let's, let's just get some of that fun in the NHL. All of the big four <laughs> sports at times have forgotten that at the end of the day, they're really just entertainment. Yeah, 
They just, just everybody concerned. tunes in for fun. Concerned because uh, in the NHL, obviously words get you more fines than actual fists and sticks. So <laughs> only if you're an organization that demands someone be fired. All right. I'm sure if a player came out, the it would be a pretty hefty fine if they said something like that, like in a post game presser. Probably. <laughs> not not that much, but they still be. We have somebody that asked us on Twitter why Cout isn't getting a look with Magna and Sherwood. And I think the answer is obviously just that when Cout got his couple of games, yeah, there nothing happened. There was nothing there. I honestly like. It was weird to see everybody like try and bury Kiefer Sherwood tonight. Like, yeah, he blew that defensive read, but he hasn't been bad. Yeah. He's done. He's done what you want to see out of him. Well, this team too, right? Like you're looking at the potential talent that you have on your AHL team, right? Like you're getting stance to see what they're going to do up here right now. And then you're going to bring up other players if they're, you know, if they make that cut, you're going to get a few games and you're going to go back down. You look at, well, I mean, look at, uh, look, Alex Newhook has shown up and it's been like, he's slotted right in. Yeah. You haven't a couple of games now. Is it three games now? And it hasn't been. He hasn't been lost in the shuffle. You've noticed him. And it hasn't been because you're trying so hard to see what he's up to. (laughs) He's just, he's fit in. Yeah. You know, granted he was, he was put on the second line and given a big role and it was easy to see that, but he's done well with it. And that's, that's just where you have, I mean, that's, they gave, they gave a number of guys, like the only guy that really has a bone to pick right now is Shane Powers. (laughs) Yep. That's that's about it. Otherwise, it's like all these guys got a handful of games, and it's not much, but you got to do something with them. Yeah. You got to do something. You know, Kiefer Sherwood goes out there. He has four hits and three shots on goal in nine minutes. You go out there and you put up zeros across the board. What have you? What have you done to stand out? You know, and that's just that's on that guy and. You know, with Cout, like that's um, we'll, we'll revisit that. I think we're in the position where we just revisit that next year. Yeah, pretty when much. They're gonna lose in a number of of forwards for a number of reasons. Some things are gonna get cleared out. Cap is gonna be a little bit tougher. They're gonna lose some of these cats, and that's gonna open up an avenue of opportunity. So, you know, we'll see. We will see. I think is a good way to put it. Uh, Avs get no help from the league tonight as Minnesota wins in overtime and Vegas kind of runs away with one against St. Louis. Uh, that's fine. The Avs continue to control their own destiny, but uh, they're going to have to do it themselves. It sure looks like. So. Yeah, yeah Monday, Monday's, Monday's game is going to be fun. It's kind of, the, kind of the way of the world. Yep. You know, most of the time. I wrote I wrote in my post-game piece yesterday, I think this is a good thing. Because it's keeping all these teams competitive. It's yeah. all these teams are pushing each other. Uh, they could have all gotten bored. How much? How much better is it for these three teams that 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 they're pushing each other, that they're fighting with each other, you know? And they're not obsessing over it. They're all trying to get healthy and all that, but they're also they're, they're not- also cognizant of what's going on. They're they're being pushed by the reality that all these other teams are winning around them. You don't fall victim to the Tampa Bay of two years ago where you gear it down and then get stuck in low gear. My the perfect example of this right now, the St. Louis Blues. Yep. They got white hot while they had something to play for. They clinched fourth. They were a mile behind. Had nothing to play had, for. Have had nothing yeah. to play for and have gone back to losing games and not being competitive in some of those games. They Tonight alone, they went they went like nine minutes into both the first and second periods without getting shots on goal. They just weren't that competitive in that game against Vegas. And the the like which position would you rather be in? Sitting around knowing that you're you've got fourth, okay. Now you're you're clinched and you're like good to go, you're happy and blah 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 you have nothing to play for for two weeks or you're kind of in this, like everybody around you keeps winning. You can, you're keeping a competitive mindset. Uh, and, and, you know, 
I think having Vegas moved towards the end of the schedule helped that because they had that like carrot to look forward to. We've got one more shot against those guys. And hey, if you went out, yes, as Chad is, is talking about right now, yeah, they're in contention for the president's trophy. Yep. They can still you take know? it. They yeah. I think they are one of four teams. Uh yeah, I believe well, is three it four teams. or three? Toronto, Toronto, Carolina, yeah, Toronto, right? Toronto yeah. can't win it. Yep. Car- Carolina. Just yeah. Carolina, Vegas, and Colorado. Vegas, Colorado, yeah. I guess Toronto can tie with 80 points, but it would require that. I'm sure though. I'm sure though. Out and so would Carolina, yeah. Minnesota's not in that. No, they only no. have they have they only have two games left in that. Oh, season. they only. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They'd be short, and so to, technically Toronto is still in it, but that could change. Um, I mean, like that they could be eliminated from it if. Either Vegas or Carolina gets one more point. Toronto can't. Yep. Uh, if Colorado, if Colorado wins out, um, Colorado has the tiebreaker on all of them. So if Colorado wins its last three games, uh, it will win President's they, Trophy in any fashion. Even it doesn't matter. If uh, well, involved. they have to beat. I think they have to beat Vegas in regular. No, that's true. They can't give up the point to Vegas unless no. Vegas drops a game somewhere along the way. Yeah, but if Colorado, so if Colorado wins its last three games in regulation, they win the President's Trophy. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Other than so, the Vegas game, they could win. It's funny out. because oh, it's yeah. like they're still like everybody's been tweeting at us all week. Oh my God, they're going to get third place in the division, and here we sit with three games to go, and they have a chance at the President's Trophy. Still. <laughs> So the 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 fact that they could go from president's president's trophy to third place is just kind of just tells you that the top of the West this year is. Weird. <laughs> yep, it's been a it's fun it's though. Been like a it's, year. I, I think this is more fun and more interesting than you know, like where Toronto has been, where they've been in first place and there's been distance there. It's just been a matter of getting the numbers right for them yep. to clinch yeah. that and be done with it. As long as they have stay healthy too, like this is good going into the playoffs. They're in a, a good spot, right? Like they're in a good spot, man. Yeah, like, yeah. They're they're getting like they're expected to have both Gerard and Saad probably back by the end of next week. I think the McKinnon thing is probably fine. Um, if it was a playoff game, I have a really hard time believing he's missing a playoff game. Yeah, uh, and man. then, and and then you know. Maybe like Byram has been skating back in Denver on his own. We have no update on that timeline because they've been on the road for a week and a half, but he's back in Denver skating by himself at the practice facility. Like you don't do that unless you're getting there. Yep. Eagles game last night got canceled, didn't it? COVID. Yeah. With the COVID COVID protocols. That's, that's, that, that's presents a problem for the Byram comeback because the plan, I think, was get him, get Byram to go and play a game or two with the Eagles just in a, on a conditioning stint. He plays with them, and then he comes back up and joins the Abs whenever. So I, Gerard should be back for the postseason. Saad should be back for the postseason. I mean, the McKinnon thing just isn't, as of yeah. right now, it's just not that serious. Uh, and then really, like, they don't have any other major injury, you know, all their other injuries are long-term guys. You know, Johnson, Francois, Logan O'Connor, Matt Calvert. Those are all long-term. Yep. Those are guys that we're not even talking about anymore. So, you know, we'll see. We will see indeed. Let's... Trending in the right direction. Both, yep. both in terms of winning games and in getting healthy. So let's wrap this one up. Any final thoughts from either of you? It could be as related, NHL related. Hell, you can talk about whatever you want. I don't care. Talk about your CD collection. <laughs> if you haven't watched, go watch Ryan Miller talking to his parents after his career. Uh, he went up into the stands and talked to him and hugged him. And there was some tears shed. Pretty cool moment. You know, after the, uh, the, the Caps-Rangers game was a fiasco the other day, but it really overshadowed what an what an amazing moment that was for TJ Oshie. Oh, yeah, yeah, geez. Yeah. And I couldn't I couldn't stop thinking back to back years we got 
special nights like that. You know, a little bit different with Bobby Ryan's hat trick last year, but those are those are the yeah, nights where you're like for sure, yeah. Yeah. This is special. all the feels, all the feels. Yeah. I mean, Oscar Oscar Lindblom coming back in the postseason last year after the cancer treatments, like that's the stuff where you're just like. Everybody wins, yeah. yeah. How can you not be romantic about sports? His picture from last year to this year, too. Yeah, Did that, you see that side by side? The ball yeah. did not, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, at the end of the day, hockey is supposed to be fun and, and happy, and there's awesome storylines no matter what. So, yeah. no matter what happens with the Avs in the regular season or the playoffs, try and, uh, try and remember that, that <laughs> – it's enjoyable to have to watch no matter what. So, yeah, I'm going to go pass out. <laughs> so thank you everyone for watching, listening. However, y'all consume the podcast. Condolences, Ben. Sorry to hear about that. Um, hope all y'all are doing as well as you can be. Uh, yeah. We love all y'all. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. That helps us out a ton here. Uh, I can't think anymore, so thank you. And <laughs> We're out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>